Welcome to the Unstoppable Podcast, the official podcast of Unstoppable Domains. Join us each week to hear from leading experts in the exciting new fields of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and the decentralized web, where we talk about the future of the internet and what that means for humans like us. Not only will this podcast help you sound super smart around your friends, but you'll also learn how you can become a pioneer in this space and help lead the charge toward a more decentralized web. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Chen, and I'm here today with a very special guest I'm very excited about. I've got Poap God with me. He is from Poap, Proof of Attendance Protocol, which is getting all the hype and all the talk on Twitter these days. Everybody is talking about it. I think at ECC, it was brought up a lot too. And I'm really excited to chat with Poap God about what Poap is. Um, and then he's got a pretty interesting story about how he got into crypto as well that I'm excited for all of you to hear. So welcome, Poap God. Thank you so much for being here. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So before we dive into Poap and what that's all about and what you're doing there, I want to know about your background. Um, how did you get into the crypto space? Uh, tell people like like when did you first hear about it, and then what was it about crypto that caught your attention and drew you in? So my original introduction into crypto was probably around like 2017, and I kind of like seen like everywhere like crypto, crypto, crypto. This was like 2017, the bull run. Everyone's talking about crypto. Everyone's getting rich. I was like, all right, I want to get rich. So I was like, all right, let me get some crypto and like see what's up. So I bought Litecoin at like the tippy top. I timed it perfectly and like everything crashed and I got burnt and I was like, wow, this sucks. I kind of got scammed and I didn't really learn about the technology behind some of these coins and some of these things. So I kind of like gave it up. I was like, whatever, I'm done. I'm going to go back into the gamer world because I'm a gamer at heart. I play all the time, go back to work and I'll figure it out. So like fast forward three years fall of 2020, I was sat down by the two mentors I have in the space, my brother and my friend Gio. And they said to me, like, listen, there's something out there that's special right now, and that's crypto. They introduced me to Ethereum, NFTs, DeFi. They're like, this is the future. We want you to learn it now, and we know your gaming background will probably translate well into learning more about this. So that's kind of like how I got into it. And then I just... Over time, just watching videos, learning more, I finally came across Pop probably around March, and then the rest is history. Now I'm here. Yeah, for sure. So when you first learned about it, I mean, you came in from already a skeptical perspective because you got burned back in 2017. So you're coming in with this, you know, already kind of like a skeptical attitude about it. So what was it that like made it click for you and that sort of turned around your mentality about it and like helped you understand what all of this was about? So for me, it was like, I wouldn't say easy, but it was easier than a normal person getting into crypto because I had two mentors that were around the space since 2017. They were through the bear market, learning the technology, and they were able to point me in the right direction. They said, learn about this, learn about that, learn about this protocol, this project, learn about these people. These are good people. They know what they're talking about. And from that, you can learn more. And they always said to me, listen, if you want to learn something, go directly to the source, you know, go to the white paper. Go to the Discord, engage with the, the protocol leaders, the core members, because you could talk to founders of protocols in Discord. Like It's still that early. You could engage with them on Twitter. So that's kind of like how I got deep down the rabbit hole. And they said, listen, one day, this doesn't make sense to you now, but one day it's going to click in your head and you, you can't unsee it. You know, Now I'm down the rabbit hole. So. 
Yeah, and and I guess that's what happened to you, right? Yeah, and it's unfortunate that everyone could do what I did and they have mentors. So that's kind of like the dilemma with people learning about crypto, you know? They just think it's about money. They don't understand that there's, there's technology behind it and the future. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I can totally relate to that. I think before I got into it, I thought crypto was all about finance. And it was, you know, I was like, well, I'm not interested in finance. And so why would I be interested in any of this? But there is as we now know, way more than that. So you get exposed to POAP in March. So when you first heard about POAP, like what went through your head? Or what, did it just make sense to you right away? Or did you sort of have to, have to like ask a lot of questions and figure out what it was? Well, I asked a lot of questions, of course. That's like in my nature. So it kind of made sense to me right away because I'm a gamer. I come from the gamer world. When I was young, I used to collect things. And this kind of like clicked right in my head. It resonated to me right away. And I was on the POAP community call one. And that's where I got sucked in. I was like, whoa. Like the first time in the crypto space where I felt like I want to do this and I want to learn more about this other than just like trying to make money and just learn the technology behind it. I wanted to be a part of it. So then I, I learned more about POP. I learned what it was. And I found my little spot in the space where I could enjoy, you know, make some POPs and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So tell people who aren't familiar with POP, proof of attendance protocol, what what is it? So it's essentially a digital NFT collectible that proves that you either attended something or you achieved something or proof that you did something. So, for example, I went to ECC in France a couple weeks ago and there was a pop there proving that I went there and I was and I was an attendee. I could prove this on the blockchain with this NFT digital collectible. Another example, as far as like achievements go, if you're like early participants in protocols and things like that. They give early members pops to prove that like you were there from the beginning and things like that, you know. Just to help people like understand the use cases for it, people who are new to all of this, why would you want to be able to prove, for instance, that you attended ECC or that you attended a concert or a conference or whatever the case is? Why is it important? Like, why would people want to have this digital collectible representing their attendance somewhere? For that, basically... If I prove to you that I went to this conference and I got this digital NFT collectible, I essentially prove to you that not only am I an address, Ethereum address, I'm also a person because I got this in person and it's like almost like a proof of humanity. You know, that's like one of the things. And that's kind of one of the things that clicks in my head with pop-ups. And then you also have things like when you're part of a community, you get pop-ups for engaging with the community, whether it's governance, participant, and things like that. And it gives you like... It's almost like reputation system. Like I've done this with this protocol and, you know, it's kind of like falls into the identity reputation category of these things. In a sense, it feels like it's bragging rights. But then in another sense, it feels like it's like you could use it for almost like your on-chain resume or something, you know, like if I'm new to the crypto space and I'm trying to prove that, you know, I, I'm learning super fast. And even though I've only been in the space for less than a year, I actually know a lot of stuff. I can prove it to you by, you know, maybe like having a badge for all of the conferences I've gone to or all of the talks that I've gone to. I think I went to like just like a Zoom call like about DAOs and I got a POAP badge for that. And I wasn't even expecting that. And it was a nice surprise. So I could, you know, collect all of these and show you, hey, look, I've gone to a hundred talks about crypto in the last six months. So so yeah, it's only been six months, but like I've learned a lot sort of thing. hundred percent. I definitely agree. And like beyond that, like there's so many use cases for it that I'm still learning, you know, 
For sure. I mean, I th- I think too about like with musicians or like artists, like just to show that you're a fan of somebody. Like if I wanted to show that, you know, if I really liked like Taylor Swift or something and I wanted to show that I'm I'm a true fan, not like everybody out there that says they're fans, I can prove it by showing you that I've gone to every single one of her concerts and like done whatever else events that she's had or something too, right? So that's something for like future use cases that I think about all the time. So for example, an example I tell people all, like I go to a basketball game and I go to the basketball game, I get my ticket, maybe I get a cup holder for my beer, maybe I get a foam finger and I'm in the stands cheering. At the end of the day, I go home, I may lose one of these things, like I don't know where they're going to go. What if we could put a pull up on the back of the ticket I could scan it and prove that I was at that game and I could show people like, listen, I could prove it to you. I have custody of it. I could do whatever I want with it. And there's a lot of use cases like that, that I think about. And especially with the gaming world that go into like a lot of depth. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely do like that aspect of like basically tying your off-chain attendance at something like your real life physical attendance at something with an on-chain KPI. So like, did um, somebody that came to that that came to my event or my live stream or whatever uh, do a certain thing as well? And so I totally see like so many different use cases for this in the future that I'm really, really excited about. Jumping ahead a little bit, like for you personally or like for the POAP team, what are you guys most excited about in terms of future use cases that like the POAP team is building out right now or maybe thinking about building out in the future? So future use cases, like, like I touched on before, like going to real life events, getting things where pulp is not yet. Another example is like, I come from the gaming world. I'm a gamer. I collect items. I achieve things in video games. And at the end of the day, I don't really own them. Like it's on the video game. If they release an expansion or a new version of it, I might lose those things. So imagine a world where I play a video game and I could tie that to a pull app that I achieve something. So that's like kind of the direction where they, they want to go and I want to go with this, where my passion really is. Super cool, super cool. Another thing that just came to mind too is like using POAP to create gated communities. And so say, you know, like you want to create a new social media or something that's like only for gamers and you want it to be like really tight knit gaming community. It could even be for a specific game. Like, I don't know what what's like a game that you like to play right now oh uh, well right now like i haven't been able to play but like the main games i used to play was like world of warcraft counter-strike things like that and i think it would work great in communities like that where like you don't own you don't own the rights to anything that's the cool thing about nfts in general and that's why i think pull up is like the future of things and that's how i see things yeah so there's pull-up representing like in-game items and then there's also pull-ups representing like say you know imagine like that uh, there was this social media platform or a community of all World of Warcraft players. And you have to show that you're actually a World of Warcraft player at like a certain level um, in order to join the community and like to join the Discord or join the Reddit and join the conversation. And so that way you don't have a bunch of noobs going in there, you know, saying like, what is World of Warcraft? Or like just making like ignorant comments. You have people who are all like dedicated fans and you can have your your quality of conversation then in that sort of setting is so much higher than your quality of conversation on like, uh, you know, like if you posted something about World of Warcraft on Twitter and then anybody and everyone can comment whatever they want, you're going to get like 75% just like trash comments. 
So yeah, POAP could be a way to, you know, sort of prove that you're qualified enough to join a, a community like that. So how can people actually use POAP today? Like, tell me like both from an event organizer perspective, as well as from an attendee perspective, like how does it actually work? So if I wanted to do this like an event, I would go to the website app.poap.xyz slash admin slash events. And on that page, you could actually see other events that are coming up and you could you could even view them and see like, oh, like this is how they did this, this and that. So at that point, you would create your own event for the event you want to do, a POAP. So I would, I would go to the create page and I would put in a title of the POAP, a description. I would put the picture. It would be a file. The, the standard format is 500 by 500 PNG file. And then I would also link it to a website. So a website where you could go to the event, whether it's a live stream or it's an event bright ID thing where you go to a somewhere. Maybe I went to New York City and I went to an event. And then you, you plug in your email and they'll send you claim codes. And with these claim codes, you could distribute to them to events, to members of your event. And yeah. Nice. So it's pretty easy. So they would have to come in with, you know, all their own event details, their uh, badge as well. Because I've seen, I've seen the badges that you create. It sort of all looks like in a similar style. Can people ask you to create a badge for them or do they have to come in with their own? No. So this is the cool thing about Paul Up. Like it just, it just has to be an idea. Like I have an event, I want to do this, or I want people to participate in this and you get a Paul for it. And there's people out there like me that could help you just walk you through it. So people on the Paul Up Discord, you could talk to with the Telegram. You don't need to be an artist. You just have to have an idea. There's artists in the space that are always looking to collaborate with people. You just got to be willing to look for it. And it's very easy to get done. Like you could hit me up on Twitter whenever and I'll help you walk you through it, hold your hand, whatever, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. And then for event attendees, like if I'm just curious, like what events are being held out there, can I just go on the website and scroll through events? Like sort of if you're scrolling through Eventbrite or something? Yeah. So you could go to like crypto Twitter. You see a lot of things. There's telegram groups. Like I live in New York. There's a New York city like thing where it shows crypto events. Like I'm going to a crypto event tonight, maybe tomorrow too. Like there's things going on in your area. You don't even realize you just have to look for it on the admin event page. You could see things sometimes too, but like I would mainly get involved in communities and telegram groups to really see what's going on. When you create an event on the website, how does like the minting part of it work? Like how do you get this on the blockchain? So when you, when you get the claim code, you send it to people and I redeem the pull app. I type in my Ethereum address or an email address, which is the newer thing. You could use an email address. It's free to use and free to mint. So if I create an event, it's free. And if I mint it, it's free. So when I type in my Ethereum address, it mints to my Ethereum address, which as of right now, Paul is on XDAI. So your pops are minted on XDAI, but they're in your Ethereum address. You can migrate them to mainnet, which would cost the gas fee. And that's one of the main reasons why it's on XDAI right now. It's, it's too expensive right now to be on mainnet. And in the future, Paul will be on mainnet. It's just, we're, we're kind of far from that. And that's the direction they're headed. Gotcha. And then is it only for crypto events or have you had people schedule anything? Okay. Have you actually had people schedule like concerts or like just totally like not crypto related things? Not, not yet? yet. Like I want to do that. That's like my next thing. But as of lately, like I've been seeing like events going on in New York and I'm just like, yo, listen, I'll show up. I'll make a pull up and I'll bring the stickers and I'll hand them out. And that's kind of how you get people involved because at these crypto events, it's not just like these genius people there. It's just normal people that want to learn. 
so you get people like that in and that's a great way to like introduce them to blockchain technology and like there's more to it than making money you know there's learning in the future yeah i gotta connect you with um do you know wookie no i never never heard he's like a he's like a dj or remixer i don't know the proper term for it but we had him on the podcast too he's yeah so he's just like a musician like a normal you know musician but he's uh really into crypto and like nfts and stuff like that you should connect with him and get him to like poap some of his concerts yeah i would love to that would be amazing yeah, sweet. Um, and then you also mentioned, you know, like when you go to these conferences, a lot of these people are just like, quote unquote, normal people, not that crypto people aren't normal people. But um, you actually have a like a pretty cool story about how you got onboarded, like as just like a quote unquote, normal person. Uh, and I'm curious if you want to like share that story at all, or like how you got onboarded into POAP when you know, without really having been deep in the space at all. Yeah, so basically, like, my story is I'm a normal guy. I still work a full-time job outside of crypto. Like I live a normal life. Like you don't have to be this mega genius to get involved in the crypto space. You just have to want to have to want to learn, you know, and be be transparent, you know. Don't try to tell people you know things but you don't and you, you want to learn. So you get involved in communities, you get involved in DAOs, you get involved in protocols, community calls, and then you slowly learn about things and then you hear things, maybe I like to do this, maybe I want to be part of a DAO, and that's kind of how like I did it. And if I could do it, I think anyone could do it because I'm like the most normal basic guy. I still work a 40-hour work week and I do this as a hobby, you know? That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I love that. And then so a lot of people these days are really curious about DAOs and how to get involved. And I think that's like a, a big problem we're seeing in DAOs is you have all these people that want to get involved, but they just don't really know how. And so if you had to like sort of give you know, somebody like that, a step-by-step guide for how to get involved in a DAO or a project like you do, since you, you clearly did it successfully, like what would be your step-by-step guide for that? So a step-by-step guide for something like that would be just like get involved. It's in their discord, go on crypto Twitter. You'll, you'll see things happening. You, you, you join these discords, you ask questions. People want you to learn. They want new members outside of crypto. It's not all about people that know crypto and they're really tech savvy and, you know, they're super geniuses, you know, you just, you got to want to learn and people love that. They love the initiative and they're going to want to help you learn. Yeah. I love that. Get on a community call, reach out to people, take initiative. Uh, I think, yep. That, that about sums it up. One question I had for you about POAP is that there's people who are just obsessed with collecting POAP badges. (laughs) without really having gone to the events or anything. But then people that are trying to sort of almost scam the system, you could create like 10 different wallets, right? And then redeem a POA badge for one event using all of these wallets. And I I don't know who's out there that has the time to do this or like what the purpose is, but there are people out there. Is there a way that um, based on how POA is set up to prevent this from happening? So I think this is a, a problem in general, even throughout DeFi, these like Sybil attacks. So people will make, multiple wallets and try to farm airdrops or whatever they do. So as of now, the pop team is aware, like this is a problem. It, it's actually a bigger problem than most people think. I've been in community calls with this 30 people and th- like 400 people claim the pop. Like it, it doesn't make sense. There's people maliciously out there trying to farm. There's different distribution methods for the pop-ups. They have things like the pop bot or the pop Reddit bot where you send this bot on discord, a claim word, a secret word, it could be Paw God, and it spits back a claim link at you. That's one of like the more gameable ways to get a pull up. Like people can make seven discords, you know. And then they have things like handing them out in person. Like 
you can't convince me you're going to want 10 of my pull-ups in my hand. I'll know you're farming it. Also, things like within the pull-up ecosystem, for example, pull-up.delivery. Pull-up.delivery is something where you grab a data set of like addresses. So participants, for example, let's say participants, we provide a liquidity to a protocol early on in the, in the protocol. They might gather the list of those addresses, put it into pull-up delivery. And now if you're in that list, you're able to go to pull-up.delivery and claim the pull-up, proving that you provided liquidity at the time and things like that. That's harder to game because that's data on the blockchain and you can't game that really. Yeah, it's almost like having a guest list to like a club or something, you know, like your name has to be on the guest list. And then once you claim it, it's crossed off. And that's that. But there, there's like things being worked on diligently behind the scenes because they know it's a problem. Like for example, today I was in a sushi AMA and the pull-up team was there. Like they were just shooting the shit and they were asking them questions. And one of the guys from the sushi discord developed this pull-up bot, which detected how long you were in the, the discord channel listening to the call. And at the end of the event, when you go, went to go claim, the bot could tell if you were in the channel or not. So when you went to go claim it, it would say... You weren't in the channel. You're not getting one. You know, basically, not like that, obviously. Yeah. Or if you were in it, it would give you a claim link, and then you would claim it. So that's like one of the more clever ways that are coming out. But there's a lot of things coming in the near future to help against these Sybil attacks. Yeah, and are are all these like natively built into Poap, or are these like third-party apps that people have to use to to you know get these things done? These are basically all third-party, except for Poap Delivery. They're all like a part of the Ethereum ecosystem. Like people see these things going on. And they want to help. So they create these methods, these distribution methods to help this out. And I think that's pretty cool about the community, you know? Yeah, for sure. Are, are these people from like the POAP Discord channel that, you know, like are using it, find these problems in the system and they're like, they take the initiative to just create these things? Yeah, that's, that's mainly what it is. It's like these really tech savvy people, even in other communities that like want to give out a POAP and they see what's going on. It's, a lot of people have these ideas they just don't know about pull-up yet. And like, that's like kind of the thing I want to get involved in is like education on pull-up to other people. Because once you bring pull-up to a community, like it's very powerful the way you could use these things. But not a lot of people really know about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Another question I had is, so we've just been talking about, you know, sort of like the the core POAP product, but there's a whole POAP ecosystem out there with like POAP vote, POAP art, POAP gallery. I'd love to hear about like what all of that is. So to like start off with like the easiest one to understand, there's a thing called POAP scan. So you would go to app.poap.xyz and you would plug in your Ethereum address and it would show you the collection of POAPs you have, your POAP wallet essentially. And you have like pop admin. So that's how you would create the event app.pawup.xyz slash admin slash events. You could see upcoming events in the crypto space and you could also create an event or a pop essentially. You have things like pawup.vote. Pawup.vote is if we have pawups for this specific community, this community could create a poll and we could vote on it based off the pops we have. In order to vote on this poll, you have to have this this pop, whatever it is they want to use. So I think that one's pretty cool because some communities don't have a, like have a token, a governance token. They might just have pops, you know, and that's a cool way to get like something up and running right away, a quick poll and you not just random people, not like a straw poll, but something that could be proven that like this person was here months ago in community calls or participating in certain things. 
And you have things like pullup.fun, which is a raffle system, which you could set. Anyone could do a pullup.fun raffle system. So you could set the pullups you want for the raffle and you set these prizes and it's a lottery system. And you can make it so like I have 10 pull-ups from this protocol and each one is a ticket into the to the raffle. So that's like another cool use case for pullup.fun. And then you have pullup.art, which is like the more sophisticated one out of the whole ecosystem. And pullup.art is basically a canvas that people could collaborate on, communities, and draw like these masterpieces and express themselves into art. So I'll give you an example. So essentially... If a community give out a pull-up, this pull-up would then activate my access to a canvas. The canvases could be different sizes. And we all, in a collaborative effort, we have fun. We just draw whatever. You could draw stars. You could draw anything you want. And you just have fun with it. And that's like one of the cooler ones that have been popping up lately that I really enjoyed. And then, of course, you have the there's the pull-up mobile app, which is like the main focus that I think is would be good for mass adoption because a lot of people they like using their phone like this is their main source of information so imagine the port mobile app you could do all of this on the port mobile app right now you can't but in the future i'll be willing to bet you could <laughs> yeah for sure that's super cool yeah i, I love the poap art thing are you mostly seeing like nft communities using that feature so it's like more crypto native communities so i'll give you an example so for the london hard fork yesterday east staker which is a group of guys that help people stake and they're focused on the health of the beacon chain they hosted a live stream for the london hard fork and they gave out a pull-up for watching the live stream this pull-up activated you to to join the canvas and draw pixels on that canvas there was i think 580 unique people drawing on that canvas and then another cool thing is like if you place pixels on that canvas, you were then eligible for a pixel a pixel dropper canvas uh, pull-up. So that was cool. And then after that, if you have these pull-ups from this event, you were then activated that you could get into a raffle for cool prizes based around this. So like there's depth to it besides just getting a pull-up for the event. Like you can make a lot of fun out of these things. Yeah, that is super cool. I love that. I'm curious too, like what sorts of things are you most bullish on, like outside of POAP in, in the crypto community? Honestly, I wouldn't see anything in particular. Like, yeah, I'm just kind of like all into POAP right now. And like the thing about POAP is like for me to make a good POAP and give it to the community, I have to kind of learn what's going on. So if you go through my Twitter, like I've made POAPs about like, let's say the one that I, I, I dropped yesterday, I dropped the London one and it was the London Bridge with Vitalik Buterin, Eric Connor, Tim Bako, and Justin Drake. And these are like four of the main, not the main, but there was a lot of people, but like these were the four like people that were like essential and pushing, pushing this and the creation of this. So like things like that, like you have to learn the tech for me at least to like make these cool pull-ups, which is like cool because I learn and I make, you know, yeah. Do you come from an art background yourself? I don't. I have no artistic ability. <laughs> so I source out the artwork to like people within the community, like whoever wants to do it. That's the cool thing. Like people think I do the art. I'm just, I'm just an idea, you know, I bounce ideas around with my friends and that's, I just make them happen, you know? Okay. I was going to say, because that, uh, the poem you made for the podcast, which is amazing. Like nobody has ever put together, you know, like a 
like a, I mean, I know this is like a badge, but like a poster or anything, any sort of like graphic for the podcast. So I'm super excited about that. I was like, that's, that's actually like very creative and very clever. And I was like, I can't believe he put it together so fast. I really enjoyed it. I thought like immediately once I realized I was being interviewed, I was like, I have to get something made. This would be pretty cool. So I was looking around to see if I could find an artist. I found one. I was like, can you make this happen? And they gave it to me. I was like, this is amazing. So then I showed you it on Twitter and I kind of, I'm kind of happy because now we could give it out. Like if you watch this podcast, you know, DM me on Twitter and I'll give it to you. Put it that way. No, that's awesome. Uh, but actually though, like DM Poap God on Twitter, if you are watching this or listening to this on Apple, Spotify, whatever, and we'll get you hooked up with a, a Poap badge for having listened to this podcast episode. So this, this is super cool. This is super cool. In your ideal world, I know this is a tough question to envision, you know, where we're going to be with crypto so far out. But in 10 years, if everything goes according to plan, where are we going to be with crypto with, you know, you can describe any aspect of it, just like how are we living our day to day lives and interacting with crypto? So this kind of touches back on to what I was saying before, like with the gaming world and everything like that, like with Paul up in general, like being able to get these things for life achievements. And on top of that, like, I want to be able to go to the store, pay with crypto, and I want to be able to transfer money overseas, pay with crypto. But right now, like, it's kind of like we're in a crossroads with the government and everything, and you can't do these things. And I think that over time, like, there's things that we can't even think about right now that are going to be the future. Just like the way, like, who would have thought we were going to have an iPhone in the 90s or the 80s, you know? So that's what I, I kind of think about it. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of it is still just completely unimaginable to us. Like, I think where we'll actually be in 10 years, uh, a lot of those things, like we, we can't even perceive right now. Like we can't even imagine right now because it's just so far-fetched from what we're used to at this point in our lives. So I, I am super excited to see how things develop. Any final words about POAP uh, but before we let you go? Oh, uh, no. This is, you're going to see me on Twitter a lot and I'm going to be making a lot of noise with POAP. Yeah. And then so remind people again, I know we've uh, talked about it in this podcast, but just to, to sum everything up, remind people again, where they can find you, how they can DM you to get a POAT badge for this podcast episode. And then uh, remind them again what the link is to go and check out POAP or create an event on POAP. So if you need help with anything POAP related, you can hit me up on Twitter at POAP God. If you need for this podcast specifically, just hit me up in DM and say, listen, I listened to the podcast with you. I'll send you one right over. And if you ever have any questions about Pop in general, go to the Discord, go to the Telegram. The founder of Pop is literally in the Discord every day interacting with people. They have a great team, passionate people that help people all day long. Don't be discouraged because you're not an artist or because you might not have ideas. Maybe you just... You think, oh, I want to I want to make this for an event, but like, you have no idea what you want to do. Just like shoot ideas around with people in the Discord. So if you want to make an event, other than going to the Discord and hitting me up, the the link is app.poapp.xyz slash admin slash event. And you could see upcoming events and you could create your own event there to for a POAP. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, POAP God, for joining me on this podcast episode. Thank you again, too, for creating that awesome POAP badge and hooking us up with some uh, POAP badges for this podcast episode. And um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, don't forget to go DM POAP God after you listen to this so that you can claim your POAP badge. And we will be back again soon with another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. Thanks for having me.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please rate, subscribe, and download our podcast and share this episode on social media with your network. And remember, the fun doesn't have to stop when the episode ends. You can continue this conversation with us on Twitter by tweeting your questions, thoughts, and ideas to Unstoppable Web. We look forward to chatting with you and thanks again for listening.